0: Lovely MYK. What's up, Mike? What's up, Eric? How you doing, man?
1: Good, good. Hey,
0: dude. Um, so, a couple weeks ago, what is it, like a week and a half or two weeks ago, we had uh, MLG Washington. Washington, D.C., right? That's right. We're going to talk a little bit about that today because some interesting shit went down. And uh, we got a couple other topics we want to talk about. But before we get into that, I want to uh, let people know that later on in this episode... Finally, we got the elusive Vietnamese champion Bronson Tran to come on the podcast, and we we talk about all kinds of shit with him. He's you know he's got a mouth on him. He's one of the original Tekken assholes, so <laughs> he, he randomly talks shit to people. There's a lot of collateral damage. There's no reason for him to insult some of these people, but you know he, he's he's uh, he's on here. We talk a little bit of shit, but I straighten him out a little, and we talk about Tekken. Um, so stay tuned for that. That's coming a little later. Um, so before we get into that I wanted to you went to DC and um, there was it was a pretty interesting tournament. There were a few um, aspects to it that were kind of new like for example, Anakin, who happens to probably be one of the best players in the country, uh, was there. and it's almost like, you know, I've never even seen that guy. I thought he was like a seven foot tall black guy. I didn't know <laughs> it was gonna be a little Korean kid. And, you know, obviously he was hyping it up, he was wearing a mask and like you know, who is this mystery player and shit. But he turned out to be really good and I was like really impressed with how well he plays. And uh, I wanted to ask you, what are your some of your, you know, I know you did a write-up on uh, DC overall, but I wanted to ask you, what are some of the interesting um, matches that you saw or players that you thought were good that you didn't expect to be good? Anything interesting go down there?
1: Um, I mean, we have, I think Bronson did kind of bad in the singles tournament, but he really, you know, stepped it up in the team tournament, which, you know, I haven't seen Bronson do, like, you know, turn it on, and I turn him in on quite a while, so that was
0: kind of interesting too. Yeah, let, let me let me pause you right there. Bronson is hands down the best shitty player on the planet, <laughs> hands down. He is. I've said this so many times. He I, I, when I was watching, I was watching the stream right, and I was watching it with this like it was a stream that had a chat, even though MLG doesn't have a chat. Uh, D from SD Tekken. Put up a he, chat. Yeah, he put up a chat. He made like a stream with a chat. So I was in there, and there was all these random dudes, and you know, we're, we're listening to watching the stream and talking shit and stuff. And Ricksto was in there, and he was like, "Yo, man, what, I got, I got what Anakin." You know, and I'm like, "Fuck that." And, you know, I got Bronson, and, and so <laughs> Bronson just started dropping every fucking combo. Yeah. He did. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, man! This is pathetic, you know. But <laughs> I really grill him. I really grill him on that in the interview later on. I mean, I can't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And then fucking Rickstone was talking all this shit. He's like, "Yo, forget Bronson. More like wrong, son." <laughs> oh God, derelict. Yeah. But anyway, so go on. I mean, uh, what what else other than Bronson? What else transpired?
1: Hmm. Oh, I guess I was watching some matches like. With people that are familiar with each other's styles, like, for example, like Fab versus GM. Yeah. And I was watching that. That wasn't on the stream. That was off on one of the side stations and, uh, and it's like, what happened, man? All, like Fab, you know, he's kind of like contemplating which character to play in the tournaments all the time. And, you know, he picks Miguel or Steve or, you know, Bob, but it's like, against GM, I was like, all right, I'm going straight to Bob and I don't, you know, it's like they already knew how to play each other, but Fab just like dominated him. Like three games straight, like it was easy.
0: That's interesting. Yeah. That reminds me of uh, Rain at Strong Style, deciding that he would go with Bob against GM because he feels like um, Bob is a counter counter hit character as well, and he's better at it than Lee. That's what that's the explanation he gave me. That uh, Bob is good against Lee because he's also a counter hit character, but he's better at getting the counter hits than Lee. So
1: I mean, it's interesting. I mean, I guess it's the counter pick, but I don't know. I haven't. I personally haven't played that match enough to understand why Bob would be the counter hit pick against Lee. But
0: yeah, I guess that I. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's a matter of uh, just lack of knowledge on our parts. But yeah, I mean, it seems like uh, I mean, like like I heard uh, Fab dominated that match, right? So yeah, and maybe there's something going on there. I don't know. Um, anything else? Any other matches uh, that you were interested in?
1: I mean, other than that, there, uh, other than that, it's just all the stuff that was on the stream, basically. You know, Justine James's performance and against the Koreans, and yeah. just pretty much how Nin plays overall in general. I'm like, you know, it's like sometimes he just goes crazy and it just works, and I'm like, I don't understand how he just gets away with everything. And I'm like,
0: yeah, it's really uh, interesting, and it's something that I think that um, is definitely worth kind of studying, because, I mean, this guy, you know, obviously he's very good, but he comes to America, and he's playing our top players, and to me, watching him, it looks like he's playing, like, literally at 15%, he's just not even trying, and and yet at the same time, he's just completely obliterating our best players, now, you know, okay, be that as it may, he may be the best player on the planet. I mean, it is quite likely that Nin is the best Tekken player.
1: I think a lot of people that have seen Nin play in the past couple months, they're like slowly starting to agree, like, Nin's the best, you know?
0: Well, ever since I played him uh, a few months ago, I've felt like he's the best Tekken player I've played. That definitely doesn't mean that uh, he's the best player on the planet, obviously, but it's starting to look like nobody can even touch this guy. I mean... Mm -hmm. You know, the closest anyone's come to beating him was uh, at Evo. Just Frame James kind of gave him a run for his money, Mm -hmm. Um, but then you were thinking after that, you were thinking, "Oh man, you know, I'd like to see Just Frame James give it another shot, (laughs) opportunity, and just gets his like prostate examined." You know, Mm -hmm. it's like Jesus, dude, Nin is uh, ferocious. You know, yeah, and then he just beats the shit out of Knee, also who's also very good. (laughs)
1: It's like, what the hell?
0: It's interesting. And then another thing is, all of the other Korean players that have come here and that we've played against, they've seemed so much more mortal. Like, I just, it, it just seems, they seem so much more beatable. Even whole Man or Knee, obviously, you know, you see these guys, and they, when they win, it's never, like, a completely one-sided match. And it, it's obvious that these guys are playing at least trying to play to their full potential. While when you watch Nin play, he just doesn't even seem like he's trying. It's like, you know, whatever, who gives a shit, Masaji, Masaji, and boom, you know, it's over. So, I don't know, it's kind of something interesting that I want to uh, maybe study a little bit and understand why it happens. I know that when he talks about um, other players, he has a very, like, you know, this guy has no idea what he's doing attitude, mm-hmm. and he's just like, this person will never win, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, you've talked to him, too. I mean, we've both talked to him a lot, and when he talks, I mean, it seems like arrogance, but like I always say, you know, arrogance can be um, justified. And in his case, he it's justified, because, I mean, it's, he's so good. But the way he talks about some people is like, you know, this person might as well not play Tekken. <laughs> Never gonna
2: be good. You know, funny
1: story is that uh, there was a girl at uh, MLG DC that I was trying to pick up Tekken, and then uh, she was asking like me and then like oh I want to I want to learn I want to learn and then me you know they played a couple games and me showed her some combos and what to do with Lily, and then uh she goes and plays Nin afterwards. And then Nin just completely dominates against her, and then she, he just looks over at her and is like, this is a man's game. And then she just gets off the stage crying. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding.
0: (laughs) Was she Korean?
1: No, she was some white girl.
0: He said this is a man's game? Yeah. Dude, Nin is too good, dude. (laughs) He's just too good, dude. Yeah. First of all, he's right. It is a fan game. There's never going to be a Tekken 6 women's tournament ever. And secondly, uh, that guy is dope. For whooping the shit out of a girl and then talking shit to her afterwards. That guy is dope. I'm a big fan of his, but... Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's crazy, man. And then, you know, that... Uh, uh, other than that, I mean, uh, one interesting thing is that I wanted to talk about, about DC at least, is that Just Frame James was once again uh, the best American player. At the last MLG, he won because there were no Koreans. But at this MLG, he beat knee once, and then he ended up losing to knee later in the double jeopardy, whatever it's called, the, you know, the, the
1: continuation
0: or whatever. Yeah. Um, so he ended up getting third, but he still the was the highest placing American player. And the only reason I want to bring this up is because I, I overheard a shitload of, oh, you know, James just got lucky, or James just has a weird style and his gimmicks or all this stuff. Uh, and I'm really happy that uh, he succeeded again, because I really happen to think that he's very good. And I always talk shit about owning him all the time, because I do own him all the time, but... Uh, He is actually a very good player, and I thought he was very good for a while now. So I'm really happy that he was able to produce good results again so that he could kind of shut some people up. And, you know, like, if they're gimmicks, you know, I don't understand why you're making the same mistake five times in a row. You know, so whatever. I'm very happy with his uh, performance, and uh, I wanted to give him some props on the podcast. Good job. uh, You're a faggot, and uh, good job. Uh, keep up the good work. And that brings me to Dallas. Um, it's starting to look like MLG Dallas, which is the last tournament, is going to be just pretty much humongous. Um, seems like it, yeah. Yeah, it seems... I, I, I don't think... Obviously, it's impossible for them to beat the numbers of EVO because EVO pulled, I think, 250 players. Oh, wow. Um, so, and their cap is 128, right, at MLG
1: yeah, something like
0: that. Yeah, so like they have—they're not going to pull the amount of players, but it does seem that since, um, it's, i don't know—it just seems like the the quality of the players may be higher, um, probably because of the money involved. And I think from what I hear, JDCR—I know he's going for sure because he keeps hitting me up on Twitter like, "Yo, man, go to Dallas, go to Dallas." So <laughs> JDCR is going for sure. I heard that Prince a.k.a. Han Kuma, is going, right? Yeah,
1: I believe so. So I Prince is going,
0: Ni nee is going, Nin is going, we know that. Whole
1: Man's going.
0: Are you sure about Whole Man?
1: I, think I talked to Nin about it, I think he said Whole Man's going too.
0: Because uh, Tom told me that Whole Man quit playing Tekken. What he is He plays WoW now. Like, wow. Uh, Tom told me that he quit playing Tekken after Evo, and he started playing World of Warcraft, and he pretty much plays like 90% WoW, and 10% Tekken now. But, I know he likes money, so, <laughs> you may put that WoW account aside, put down that uh, evil stone of Jordan and enchanted sword, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> he might come to uh, MLG Dallas, you know, for that money, so, I mean, they're bringing the whole North Korean army, you know, bringing
1: <laughs> you know, all as people, our leader.
0: All the soldiers are coming out, and, you know, they're all stormtroopers and shit, so, you know, it's going to be a really interesting tournament. And also, it's kind of unclear exactly how the fuck it's going to work because they have, like, a top 16 bracket. Yeah. We don't even know how that's going to work, so.
1: I, I, think, I think the thing is, um, I think the people that place top 8 in the season's rankings, they're already in the top 16 brackets in the finals, right? And then there's going to be a regular tournament, and the top 8 in that regular tournament is going to fill those last 8 spots in that top 16.
0: That's really weird.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess that's how it, that's how they're gonna do it. Though.
0: That gives those players is just unbelievable. I mean, that means that without playing one match, they're already in top sixteen. Which means all they have to do is win one match to make money.
1: Yeah, win a thousand dollars every match.
0: <laughs> yeah, how much? How much every match?
1: I think it's like a thousand every like as soon as you beat the per- one person, it's like you get a thousand. You beat another person, it's like another thousand. It's like
0: yeah, that's crazy, man. That's that's out of control. That is a huge advantage. I mean, uh I don't know,
1: or it could be a disadvantage. I mean, yeah, they're a- just sitting around, you know, all day being cold. <laughs> exactly.
0: Is it cold over there at those MLG events? I don't. I don't know. I always get kicked out of them. So, <laughs> we'll get to, I mean, to the ambience.
1: usually like. They blast the AC, so it's like usually pretty cool, But uh, DC wasn't that bad, so.
0: Okay, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm gonna do my best. I already got. Uh, I already got my uh, ticket. I'm gonna be going to Dallas. Um,
1: Don't miss be- your flight. Don't get be- kicked out.
0: Yeah, I'm. Gonna, I'm not gonna open my mouth once. I'm just gonna <laughs> be there. There's gonna be no middle fingers. I'm not even gonna talk to anyone. If they ask me for a on-camera interview. I'm gonna tell them to fuck themselves, and I'm not gonna even. Get anywhere near a camera. It's like I'm going to take Anakin's strategy and just wear a mask the whole time. That, that
1: could <laughs> just wear a Darth Vader mask. I'm
0: just going to wear a Darth Vader mask and just shoot everyone up. <laughs> uh, people don't understand the reference, but that's yeah, a, I,
1: a, I know what you mean. <laughs> I know exactly that's, what you mean.
0: Uh, let me tell that story right now, so people can know what we're talking about. All right. uh, favorite arcade, Southern. I'll make it. A, I'll make it a quick version. Uh, <laughs> uh, my favorite arcade of all time, Southern Hills Golfland was in Stanton, California. I was 15 years old, taking a break from the action at the arcade, sitting in the pizza area, when in walks this dude, dressed up as Darth Vader. I look at him, I think, oh man, this guy's a faggy, he looks like an idiot. He walks just past me, pulls out a gun, and shoots the guy standing right next to me, and phones out, and runs out of the arcade. So, ever since then, Darth Vader has had a special kind of uh, place in my heart, I guess. You know, he's (laughs) all uproofless, just walks in and blows fools away and shit. But um, for the record, that guy who got shot, as far as I know, he didn't die, and Darth Vader is still doing time for whatever he did. Nice. So anyway, now you know, Darth Vader mask. Um, but as far as Dallas goes, um, yeah, I got to definitely be careful, watch my mouth, and watch uh, who I talk to and what I say. So I'm going to be definitely a more tame version of Aeris than you guys are typically used to. But who knows, I may lose control and just like, <laughs> you idiots, and just, like, smash the whole set. Oh, <laughs> just, like, shit. turn into the Incredible <laughs> And then just get kicked out again, so. Or I might just whoop the shit out of that loser that kicked me out last time. I might just go in there and fucking break his kneecaps, that stupid asshole. Yeah. Who knows? We'll, we'll see. It'll be a surprise. Well, Gosh. Anyway, yeah, before we move on to, uh, Bronson, uh, you know, the inter- interview I had with Bronson, I had a couple questions that I just wanted to answer, um, Rhino asks, um, "Does do we think that tournaments like MLG are going to hurt the turnout of tournaments like StrongStyle? Um, what do you think about that, Mike?
1: Personally, I don't think it would because, you know, there's a lot there's not very many Tekken tournaments anyways, but, you know, I mean, like like before, like, StrongStyle when did, when did StrongStyle start up, like, or even, like, NTR. I mean, I think it started, like, right before MLG, but, you know some people still traveled, like like for Strongstyle Four, especially the ton of people traveled. So
2: yeah,
0: um, personally, Strong Style is one of my favorite tournaments of all time. I I think it's ran very well, organized, and they always have international competition. And there's always a lot of hype and rivalry, and it's ran smoothly. And I love it from the bottom of my heart. And I will always try to go to Strong Style. Um. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I do understand that a lot of Tekken players are cheap, and many Tekken players will have to decide between one or the other. And obviously, because the money at MLG is so much higher, um, they may go towards MLG. But uh, the only thing I can say about that is that I have to stress that the, you know it's not always all about money, and you have to um, not just respect, but show appreciation for tournaments like StrongStyle. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah, uh, you have to, you have to, because tournaments like StrongStyle is where we all came from. Of yeah, It's where we all came from. MLG would not exist, Tekken would not exist on a competitive level without tournaments like StrongStyle. So if in any way possible, make it out to StrongStyle as well. Um, I mean, StrongStyle is a great tournament. EVO uh, is very similar to StrongStyle in the sense that it's ran by the players, so that's that's what I want to stress. You know, it's really uh, important to support those types of tournaments as well. Um, and the other thing I wanted to talk about is uh, this guy Yoshimatsu is asking because we always talk shit about why how Yoshi sucks so bad now. You yeah, know, the title won.
1: of the podcast is a Yoshimitsu. Yeah,
0: Exactly. I, I, I guess um, he's asking like, why are you guys so vague about it? What can you ex- can you go into? Why is Yoshi so shitty in your opinion now? And <clears throat> I guess uh, I, I can do that a little bit right now. Um, I wanted to talk about this at some point, but now is as good a time as ever. Um, personally, I used to play Yoshi very heavily in Tekken 5 and uh, in Tekken DR, Tekken 5 DR. And in that game, I didn't think he was very good either, because I felt like his biggest downfall in that game was actually that his combo damage wasn't high enough to compare to some of the really good characters in that game. Mm -hmm. Um, But now that I've seen Tekken 6 BR Yoshi, it's like, Jesus fucking Christ, I wish that I had Tekken 5 DR Yoshi. And the reason for that, um, the biggest uh, hit he took, in my opinion, was that his full crouch down forward 3 is no longer a knockdown unseeable low, and it's now changed to full crouch down forward 4, as everyone knows by now. But the thing that that takes away from him is his full crouch game, which is what it's all about, really.
1: I I mean, a lot of people complain about, like, the sword sweep, but, like, it has no range, and it's really slow, and, you know, there's a spark before it comes out. You know, there's, like, so many things about the sweep that, you know, the sword sweep other than, like, on tech trap situations, it's, like, not something you would do in the open very often.
0: Yeah, that's definitely true, and it's funny because, like I said, I was just in Japan and I played against some really good Yoshi players, and after playing them and then kind of sitting back and thinking and watching Rip lose to them, I would kind of think to myself, and I'd be like, what is this guy gonna do if I don't tech roll? (laughs) He's not gonna do shit! I mean, what's he gonna fucking do? It's not like Yoshi has, like, anything that does more than, like, 20 points damage on a grounded opponent, you know, I think, like, let me double check that, but I think he has up forward neutral down four, down three, and that does 18 damage on the ground. I mean, he doesn't have anything. He doesn't have anything that does, like, you know, high damage on a prone opponent. So if he knocks you down and you don't tech roll, and he goes for all these uh, sword sweeps, I mean, what's he going to do, you know? And then without the full crouch mix-up game you know, he doesn't have any way to scare you when he ducks. He doesn't have any way to knock you down with a low. So, I mean, that's a huge aspect of his game that they took away. And his up forward four, I'm sorry, up forward three, which is uh, the samurai knee, Um, it doesn't high crush the way it should. It low crushes pretty well, but it doesn't high crush immediately. So, I mean, with moves like fucking uh, lightning screw, like Lars' lightning screw, where it's like not only crushing high and low at the same time, but it's also crushing mid. You have a simple move here that's supposed to crush high and low, and it doesn't, you know? And it's like, what the fuck, you know? And not to mention just the fundamentals like we were talking about in the last episode. Um, if you break it down into categories, Yoshi's punishment is really not very good. I mean, for 10 frame, he has a bunch of options, that none, none of which are good. One one, two two, that kind of shit. None of which is good. For 12-frame, he has down forward 4, which is also shitty. For 14-frame, I think all he has is standing 3. But, right. <laughs> you know, what the fuck? You know, give me a break. You know, this character is just like... What, he has nothing until 15 frames? And then, yeah. um... At 15 frames, I'm pretty sure all he has is up forward 3, right? I mean,
1: Yeah, and 16, he has down forward 2, too. And that's pretty much about
0: it. Yeah, well, 16 is already, you know... Beyond the threshold of usefulness, typically. I mean, more often than not, you need ele- uh, you need 10 to 15 when it comes to punishment and, you know a 4-3 is just, it has minimal range compared to most hop kicks and it is a knee so it makes it useful in some departments, but <clears throat> he's just lacking you know, he, he doesn't Yeah,
1: I mean, I think the biggest part about Yoshimitsu's game that lacking is uh, just a low, you know, I mean, like, he kind of has like up forward two, but that's hella slow, and that's hella seeable. Um, full crouch down forward four, I mean, I could eat like 20 of those and then block one, then I just made all my life back and maybe more. Yeah, so, hey,
0: let me, let me stop you right there. Don't lose your train of thought, but, um, it is unseeable, but it becomes telegraphed because it's from crouch. Yeah. It's taking so much risk. At least yeah. before there was a, a lot of reward for it. But anyway, go ahead. Well, go on. You were saying?
1: Um, and then, like, what else is, yeah, like, Oh no, he has a he has down back three three which is decent, but the thing about that too is that if you block it um if you block down back three three you can interrupt with a while standing twelve frame move, so it's like okay. You get the little damage afterwards. But also if you block the mid like down back three three four, I believe that's minus twelve. So it's like some characters can punish you like every time, like Lars, I believe he gets four two four every time. That is
0: and it has it has good pushback, but
1: I mean, it's like it could be risky, you know? It's like they're trying to use it as, like, a wall, like a low to pressure them at the wall, and it's like, uh, you know?
0: And, and then uh, we can talk about some of his strengths. I mean, 4-4-4 um, forward forward is a good move.
1: Yeah.
0: It used to be a very good move for, you know, its speed and knockdown, but now he gets a juggle of it, and it's relatively safe. It kind of puts you both in a mix-up. It's like a mix-up in a mix-up. When you're back turn, you could beat a sit-jab or you could beat a high-jab or whatever. Uh, otherwise, if they do something slower than that, you could turn around. Um, but the problem with this move is that you're never going to use it to punish because it's very difficult to do um, guaranteed in, in many situations.
1: Yeah, you're not going to be doing a guarantee. You'll probably just be throwing it out in the open while you're spacing and exactly, hopefully exactly. it catches them.
0: And what that gets me to you know, cover is if you get... If you hit people with that move when you're just spacing, a lot of the time it's going to hit off axis.
1: Yeah, and the combo whiffs.
0: The combo whiffs. It has an unreliable combo afterwards. And that brings me to his combos in general. His combos are very finicky. Overall, he doesn't have an extremely strong wall carry that gives you damage as well. His regular damaging combos have shitty wall carry. His wall game is decent at best, and that's only if you consider the opponent tech rolling. Because if they don't tech roll, you're stuck hitting them on the ground with like shitty moves. I mean, you know, obviously I'm not completely up to date with this character because I dropped him pretty immediately. I mean,
1: I played him. I played him for like two weeks in uh, the original Tekken Six with the all yeah. life bars. I think I think that was the best Yoshi Mitsu has ever been. I might be wrong, but in my opinion, I think that was the best Yoshi compared to BR Yoshi.
0: Okay, I mean. I know when when Tekken Six came out originally, I was very much looking forward to trying the character, but because it was on arcade and the lines were so long, and I didn't and I had to pay to learn him, I didn't want to spend the money to learn this character because he seemed so complex with mm-hmm. like the separated stances and all that. And shit.
1: like also, yeah, they they, they completely like uh, revamped him a lot from like Tekken Five DR to now. Yeah, he's and a like a lot of moveless character. changes and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, because of that, I didn't play him very much in arcade when he came out on console, that's the first thing I did. He's the first character that I picked up. And, I'm, man, I can't tell you how disappointed I was. Um, speaking of which, separating his stances is such a catastrophe. I mean, his old down forward 2 was so good, and now it's in this shitty stance where where he has minimal bind moves from, uh, you know, no sort stance. Um, I mean, his flash is now blockable, and it's minus 15, I think, on, lo- on block. Yeah, You know, and it has minimal range. It's better from no sword stance, but...
1: Yeah, the thing that really made Yoshi stand out in uh, Tekken 6.0, I believe, is is Flash. It was so good. Because if you block, like, a regular generic hopkick like Bruce's hopkick, I believe you could get, like, Flash to punish it. And that was, like, really good, in my opinion. That's
0: really good. Is that still possible?
1: Uh, (laughs) No. Did,
0: Did they reduce the range or what?
1: yeah they reduced the range quite a bit, actually, I mean, like the range before I mean I would say it was like almost like jab range, so that was pretty solid interesting
0: yeah i I do know that the no sword stance uh, especially
1: with the Kara uh flash you know yeah, with he- the four slide one
0: <clears throat> yeah, um I know with no sword stance, the flash has way more range, so it's possible that you can still punish hop kicks with a flash in no sword stance um but getting into no sword stance is like you have to throw away Okizemi. i mean. You, he has minimal transitions into it. I think he only has one. Movement. Yeah, it's
1: not even useful. You yeah. can't even, like, do Some a juggle rules. into it and take your sword away and then and so do another combo. You
0: have to manually do it with 2 plus 3. The only move he has where he puts his sword away is, like, this stupid move where he, like, waves around his sword for 10 minutes and then he puts it away. <laughs> you no, know, I mean, I don't understand why they would do that. They, they just took away so much of his tools. His full crouch pressure game is gone. I mean, I don't understand it. So I hope that kind of covers I hope I don't sound too bitter. But it's not like
1: we're saying he can't win, but it's just like a lot of tools, you know, that that makes a character good, he kinda lacks in, you know.
0: Yeah. I mean especially especially on paper, he is very lacking. You know, I mean damage, punishment, lows, you know, you name it, he's not even close to the best in the game. Um, so, and then, you know, if you throw in the human element and you throw in a really creative player like the guy, that guy Love from Japan, I mean, you'll get wins here and there, but, you know, I mean, I... Uh,
1: you're not going to see, like, a Yoshimitsu winning Evo or something. so
0: Exactly, exactly, you know, and that's sad, because you should be able to see a Yoshimitsu winning Evo, you know, I mean, it I mean,
1: maybe if they put, like, hours and hours into it, but still, it's like, you know, that's pretty unlikely. It's
0: It's still very unlikely, you know, so... I don't know. I mean, as balanced as the game is, like I always say, there's always tier lists, and in this case, Yoshi is uh, pretty... Shit. Cool. Yeah. He's pretty close to the bottom of it. I mean, you know, that's pretty much how I feel about that. And it's unfortunate, because I'm a very big Yoshi fan. He's been one of my favorite characters in Tekken since I was a little kid. So, you know, <laughs> my, my, uh, my uh, take on it, that's how I feel. And if anyone has any... Uh, rebuttals to anything we've said, feel free to comment and um, I mean
1: I got a r- real quick question though. It's like is I mean I don't really play Soul Calibur or anything like that, but it's like is Yoshi like anything like his Soul Calibur counterpart?
0: Well, I don't want to talk about uh, Soul Calibur three and four, but uh-huh. in Soul Calibur two, Yoshi was my uh secondary and he was a completely different character. He had moves that looked the same, but he was completely different in in every way. Um the, the, the best thing about that character was his Stone Fist, which is uh, it's down back 2-2-2-2 two, 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 two in... Oh, okay. And it was down back A-A-A-A in uh, Soul Calibur. Mm-hmm. That was, like, super cheap in that game. I mean, it, was, it tracked both ways, hit multiple times. It was a counter-hit combo that was uh, hit confirmable, and it gave hell a plus into full crouch on hit. So then you would get the full crouch mix-up, which is Samurai Knee or the full crouch sweep, which he no longer has in Tekken. So, I mean, obviously he's never going to be—he's never even been close to that good in a Tekken, mm-hmm. as, you know, as he is in Soul Calibur. But it's a completely different character, and i, I don't think that's um, even really worth mentioning because it's a different game, it's a different character, it's a different universe. Just the way the rules are are different. I'm just talking about Tekken Yoshi, and you know, Tekken Five Yoshi. As much as I complained and as much as I, as much as I felt like he wasn't very good. Was a fucking ferocious beast compared to this. <laughs> so, yeah, I hope they I hope they do something about that in the next. Oh man, thing.
1: we're gonna make uh, Yoshi into top tier in Tekken Tag yeah,
0: No shit. I I, I hope uh, they do something about it because I would really like to see a, a extremely strong version of Yoshi. I mean, you know what I would really like to see is the next Tekken to have like all the way upside down character tiers. You know, I'd like to see characters like Yoshi and like. I don't know, Marduk or, you know, other characters that aren't strong being on top. And then I want to see, like, characters like Steve, Lars, Brian, Law, I want to see them on the bottom, you know, take (laughs) all their tools and let's have a new, you know, a new game. Let's see a lot of new stuff. And that's what I would like to see. So, anyway, if you guys have any comments about that, feel free to leave comments. Otherwise, uh, anything you're interested in talking about or you want to talk some shit or whatever, feel free, drop us a comment and all that stuff and, uh, other, uh, other than that, if you don't have anything else to cover, I mean, we could go to the Bronson interview.
1: Um, well, I guess uh, we could talk a little bit about, you know, like you just said, nerfing, like, the top five and putting them in the bottom. Sure. Like. Um, I guess the topic, I mean, a lot of people say it's, like, instead of nerfing the top tiers, just get the lower-tier characters and make them better, you know, but...
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, I don't think they should uh, re- completely, like, fuck up any good characters, what I, uh, a strategy of balancing a game that I like Is making everyone cheap. And Yeah,
1: I mean that's the best way to Go about it, I think
0: I agree, and it seems like they kind of have that mentality Now, with mm-hmm. Tekken 6 It seems like that's how they're p- making the game Because everyone's damage is high And everyone has good moves So, I think they should just emphasize that even further And make uh, Characters like Yoshi You know, safer, more damage Give them better punishes Characters like Asuka you know, she's already relatively safe, but give her some good punishes, um, you know, make the movement, Uh, you know, tweak the movement a little bit so different characters have better movement, and, you know, uh, that way you'll have n- a new tier list where it's not just fucking Brian and Steve again, you know, or like Lars, uh, you know, again, well, even though he's new, but you don't want to see Lars to be that good again, you know? Even though I know you play Lars, but, you know, go fuck yourself. I'm saying, <laughs> you know, I mean, we want to see new interesting characters, and I think that can happen if they keep this uh, this mentality of balancing the game the way they are. So, only time will tell. It should be very interesting. I mean, it's, it
1: could be just, like, you know, one or two minor tweaks, too, and that could change a character quite significantly, so. Yeah,
0: absolutely, absolutely. I mean, all they would need to do is give, let's say they give Asuka, like, a fearsome I-12 Punisher.
1: Yeah, make her, just make her two, three, twelve frames. That's it.
0: I mean, yeah, two, three. If they made two, three, twelve frames, automatically that would boost her so much higher than she is now.
1: Yeah, well,
0: it's just uh, it's you know, it's very simple, and it's just a matter of if they want to do it. I mean, it's possible that they want to keep these characters on the bottom for some reason. I mean, who knows? But anyway, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, otherwise, I guess we can move on to uh, Bronson. That guy okay, is a serious asshole. So get your uh, asshole uh, yeah, defenses, <laughs> yeah, get your asshole defenses up because he's a major asshole. And uh, yeah, monster trend is coming up.
1: All right, here we go.
0: here with one of the legendary U.S. Tekken players. <laughs> one of the best players from this country of all time. And one of the biggest assholes
2: of all time. Bronson Tran. What's up, man? How you doing? Hey, how you doing, man? I'm not an asshole anymore. I'm really nice, actually. I
0: was going to get into that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> when I first started getting into the Tekken scene, we were just the notorious California asshole. It was- <laughs> People that didn't even play tech and were just like, Bronson Tran is a fucking asshole, you know? What I, mean? I know, right? It's weird. <laughs> but I was telling you last time I saw you, man, I kinda missed that. I-, I like the old, you know, asshole Bronson a little more than I like the new, like, nice guy Bronson. What's up with that, man?
2: Can- well, I think, I think, uh, with the public persona of, uh, people have discovered that I'm actually a nice guy, but when I'm, I'm actually talking to people, I'm still dissing, I'm like crazy. So. I mean, I don't know if you watched the stream, but I was, like, totally just dogging on Fernando, the game, and, like, Iron Monkey, and I was just, I was just talking shit to everyone. I was calling, like, one of the Atlanta folks, like, Cat Williams. So, <laughs> it's, it's all the same. Whoa, <laughs> oh, man. it's <laughs> That's pretty rough. I didn't hear that, but
0: that, that sounds like your old self again. I like yeah, to hear that. Yeah,
2: dude. Definitely.
0: All right, man. So, yeah, you, you brought it up, and we were, we were eventually going to cover it, but let's talk about this recent MLG tournament and, uh... How it went for you overall. Uh, I'll, I'll save my shit talking uh, until you're done, but go ahead. You like it?
2: Well, everyone knows I have not been uh, performing very well in tournaments lately, unless they last two years.
0: <laughs> lately?
2: <laughs> yeah, recently, you know. I mean, it's only been like 20% of my career. So <laughs> that's, not, that's not that bad. Yeah, I guess so. But uh, I've dropped some key combos again. Like, always, and... Keep combos, you mean every combo? Yeah, I know, right? It's, it's, Dude, it'd be amazing if I just hit, like, 50% of my combos. You
0: know, the thing is, and I've said this before on this podcast, but you are one of the best players I've ever played, and many people, many other people agree, but when it comes to tournament, for some reason,
2: you just drop your combo. I know, dude, it's like I, I made a little, like, flashback. From, you know how people get better, at more turns they go, more turns they go? I guess I've just gotten shittier the more tournaments I've come to. I, I, I reached a peak, and, like, now my tournament nerves have just went downhill for some reason. Yeah, I don't know what but the is, man. But I'm trying, and a pe- this is by far the best performance I've had at MOG. Okay. Man, and in a team tournament, I was actually playing normal, and people don't realize that's actually how I play. People think I played really well in teams, but that's just me playing normal.
0: <laughs> I know, that's the thing. That's what really surprises me, you know, like, I wouldn't really give shit if you're dropping combos, but I know how good you really are. And it's like, <laughs> when I'm watching you play, and I'm like, yo, Bronson's got this shit, and then you just get rolled up by dropping all these combos, and yeah. it breaks my fucking heart, dude. It really <laughs> breaks my heart, so...
2: And you can't, be, you can't be giving that up in this game, especially. You need every point of damage you can get. Absolutely. It's going to catch up to you sooner or later, and it's been catching up to me <laughs> a lot. Yeah, I mean, just to just to wrap up this
0: MLG, uh, you know, season... I'm curious, first of all, what do you you think of the MLG tournaments overall? And also, Uh, what really impressed you at this last MLG?
2: This last MLG? Well, this is actually the first time I've seen Anakin play in person. And I've always heard a lot about him. Um, He's definitely a smart player. He's super patient. The only thing missing in his game right now is probably knowledge. And that's what's actually stopping him from being probably the elite of America. Like, right now, he's really good. Like, there's no doubt about that, right? But if he knew maybe half the things I knew about this game, he'd be so much better. He'd probably be, like, top two, top three-ish in America.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I, I, I definitely agree with you. I was very impressed with him as well, especially because I'd never seen that guy before, you know? I figured he would be, like, a seven-foot-tall black guy or something. <laughs> you know? I, I do not even know. But, yeah, he's really good. I'm really impressed with him. Yeah,
2: you've always heard good things about him from anyone that's played him, and Apparently, well, the Koreans always say, like, whoever... They always change up who's the best in America every time they come here. But that one time they went to final round, which was probably the last final round, they were most impressed with... Nin or someone said they were most impressed with Anakin from all the American players they've seen. So, yeah, they have they have... He has the Korean respect. He has America's respect for anyone that's played him. It's just that he doesn't have the knowledge. And he probably doesn't have... That much love for the game. But when I was talking to him, he, he's he's already kind of out. He's been in Tekken for a while. So, we'll see how, how it goes with him.
0: Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I do agree. He's really, really a impressive player. I, I'm looking forward to playing him. I hope he goes to Dallas. Um,
2: yeah, I'm trying to get, I want him to go to Dallas too. I think he'd be really good and he'll play really well. And for MLG terms in general, well, so far they've been pretty good, right? There uh, been a little hiccups here and there, and but Overall, I think it's a good setup. The continuation rule is iffy. I'm just totally not used to it still. But uh, players like Rip like, likes it for some reason. Yeah, but, but he's a scrub, so no one really cares about him. You, you can't trust
0: those slum dogs, dude.
2: <laughs> slum dogs, yeah, seriously.
0: No, I mean, MLG has its uh, plus sides and stuff. But, um, you know, someone was asking me you know, how I feel about if MLG or tournaments like it are taking away from tournaments like StrongStyle. You know, I mean, uh, I personally really hope that's not the case, because personally, StrongStyle is one of my favorite tournaments, you know, year. Thank ago. you. But Thank you. I mean, I don't know. I, I, how do you feel about that? You think MLG takes away from tournaments like StrongStyle?
2: I think that the players in America might get uh, spoiled with the money yeah. from from MLG. And then they they kind of forget where it all started, and where it all started was you know arcades and the players. But with nowadays we we can't do arcades anymore, but the players can still do tournaments that are not going to be totally beneficial to them, but it's going to help out the community. And that's what Strong Style has always been about. And hopefully we'll have another Strong Style in the future. We'll see where that goes. I've talked to many people, and they've always wanted that. But overall, I think MOG is a good thing for Tekken. I'm hoping they will pick it up for another year at least. And uh, we'll see, you know, we'll see what it holds in the future, I guess.
0: Yeah, uh, like I said, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Strong Style, and I'm a huge fan in general of tournaments ran by the players, and, but you know, that don't have huge Dr. Pepper sponsors and shit. <laughs> kind of that, so I'll definitely be at any Strong Style. And speaking of which, I know you kind of mentioned that you're not sure, but is there any, uh, you know, possibility of a Strong Style in the near Sure. i mean how's that looking okay
2: this is what will be probably the first public announcement of strong style i guess there's been a lot of talks here and there uh we are working on it but there's a issue of norcal not wanting to do it unless it 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 is it becomes better than the last strong style do you know what i mean we don't want to do the same thing over and over we're, we're we don't nowadays everyone could get international players here and there and so we're trying to figure out something else that could possibly make Strong style 5 bigger than the rest of the strong styles and something new to the community.
0: Interesting. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, if anyone's gonna do it, you guys are gonna do it because you guys on excellent tournaments, so much fun. <laughs> and it's just, I don't even like giving you compliments. So I, I know, do it. it's
2: so weird. Can you stop that, Ash? I'm so not used to the, this nice, fat, seriously, heiress seriously. guy.
0: This nice, fat heiress guy? <laughs> Fuck you. <dude. laughs> <laughs>
2: No, seriously, just, just act normal. You don't have to be all cordial because it's an interview, dude. It's just still just me.
0: Dude, I'm telling you the truth. When I when I feel like uh, calling you a faggot, I will. Just like, oh, I know, I know. Person, but it, you know, like I said, there there are some things that you just gotta give it up. And in in the case of Strong Style, I gotta give it up, man. You guys throw great tournaments, and I, I'll always try my best to make it out there. But anyway, moving on from all this tur- tournament talk. Uh, I'm curious as to how you officially feel about Tekken 6. I mean, it's been out for a really long time. I mean, what are your thoughts on that game? I was I... talking to Tom, and I'm curious what
2: you think. I'm pretty sure Tom disagrees <laughs> with me. I love this game. Okay. Uh, I think America has finally started to learn it. Okay. And even though the game's been out for so long, we're still so behind. We still don't know a lot about the game. Like, I think I know a lot about the game, and I'm still behind on knowledge with the Koreans and Japanese players. So this game is amazing. I, I think it Rage adds. At first, I was a little iffy about Rage. There's, there's there's still some tweaks I would like about Rage, but I think it it adds a lot of excitement to the tournament game, and it, it adds a little bullshit factor to the casual game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this game is amazing. I like it a lot, and I'm I'm kind of sad that Second Tag 2 is coming out. Yeah,
0: in a way, I kind of agree with you. I I agree with you. It feels like it's still brand new, you know?
2: Well, to us. Yeah, to us, it's definitely brand new, but not to, like, the Asian countries.
0: I don't know. That's kind of unfortunate. I feel like... I don't know if you guys are going to get a cabinet in NorCal for T2, but Uh I'm pretty sure we're going to get at least one in SoCal, and I feel like when that happens, T6 is going to be dead for us. Yeah,
2: it's definitely going to be dead. It's going to be ridiculous, because we're still so behind on this thing, overall, as a country, so... It's sad. It's sad. It's very sad. And it's not like the game's going to change that much anyway, so I think they're just going to go with the same engine.
0: Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, you know, still, I mean, it feels like a fresh game, and we got to let it go, so, yeah, I agree with you. I'm curious, how, how do you feel like uh, it's kind of... Tekken has evolved over the series, because, in case anyone doesn't know, you've been playing Tekken since Tag, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. very early in Tag, actually, but, yeah.
0: Yeah, and you've been a very successful player, I mean... Winning nationals two times, right? Yeah. Yeah, and like, you know, a really successful player overall. And um, having huge rivalries with other Americans and (laughs) national players and just being a huge dick and shit. Like, you've gotten a lot of, you know, like uh, publicity and stuff. So yeah, how do you feel like the game has evolved overall? and How do you feel like the country's evolved with it?
2: I think the country overall has gotten much better just because of the spread of information.
0: Really? You think so, huh?
2: Yeah, even back then, uh, we were really scrubby in this game, and only a few areas, uh, in America had contact with, like, international players, so, so very few, um, like, tricks or, like, you know, strategies would actually emerge in America from Asia, and the only way you could kind of see it is when, like, someone would abuse it at a tournament, but, uh, Nowadays, like, you go YouTube, boom, it's there. You go to, like, you know, Tekken Central, you get someone to translate, boom, it's there. There's still some secrets out there, and, you know, but uh, for the most part, 80%, 90% of the thing, it's all there. The game's gotten much easier, obviously, with the crush system and the high damage. And the advanced movement in Tekken 6 is harder to master than than the advanced movement back then.
0: I totally agree.
2: So the game's gotten easier and scrubbier, but it's also at a higher level. It's it's much it's also harder. If I don't know, it's it's weird to me, you know, cuz the ga- the game, I love this game so much and people always say it's so scrubby, but don't just don't get hit by shit yeah. and learn to walk cuz people don't realize how good walking is in this game. They've just been so spoiled with DR movement. With that stupid sidestep shit, where they want to, you know, you don't even have to think. You just mash on fucking your joystick or pad, or whatever. Or they've been so used to the the backdash of Tekken Tag with no walls, that people just don't want to learn how to fight up close. In this game, sidewalking is so good. You see, you when you watch like international players move, it's beautiful. And Americans, like, they don't realize how 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 good the the koreans and japanese players are moving they just they just like oh they they just know how to sidewalk they just tap up up here tap down down there but it's not that easy you have to re- you have to know a lot about the game to be able to move that fluently and all that stuff
0: yeah it also takes a sense of confidence to just move like that and yeah just be confident that you will avoid what's coming you know exactly
2: you have to be able to know that you can move and block when you need to and a lot of players they're like oh i could just walk this i can just walk that but then when, you know, they see me walking them, and then they'll be like, oh, how do you walk that? And they they try it themselves, and they get hit. I'm like, you just don't know how to move. Do your scrub. <laughs> it's easy. I mean,
0: it, it, yeah, it is a combination of confidence and knowledge. Confidence through knowledge, at least, so... I, I do agree, and it's funny, when I talk to a lot of old-school tag players, they always say, oh, the movement is so shitty in Tekken 6, it's so hard to move and stuff, but it's just, it, like I said, it, t- it takes time, and it takes practice. It's, it's j- in my opinion, almost as good as it's ever been, you know? You just right. have to know to control it.
2: It's a different game. You can't, all these tag players, they're just, like, stuck in the past, and you have to adapt. I mean, I've been playing for, what, I think it's like 11 years now, and I've seen all these different movements, and I've, To me, I think I've adapted pretty well. I mean, you just got to be able to not get stuck into one game and just think that it's still Tekken and this is still what, you know, you kind of grew up on. This is the community you kind of, you know, fell in love with. Yeah, so I
0: think they, they diagnose that as old man syndrome these days. <laughs> you uh, are stuck in the past and are unable to let go of a, an old game, you
2: know? Yeah, you know who has a big problem with that? I, it's Jop. He has the hugest... Old man syndrome, I guess, if you going to call it. Just stop being a little bitch, Eric. Play the fucking game. I know you're good at the game. Just play it and stop complaining. He complains so much about this shit. It's, like, so ridiculous. And then he calls me a little bitch for fucking up in tournaments. But he hasn't even been playing any tournaments. Because he's scared to lose.
0: Jesus Christ. That was like a monologue, dude. (laughs) I had him on the podcast earlier as a guest. and He didn't complain once, but he probably saves it for, like... You know, for you, shit. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. There's a lot of people out there, and that's interesting. That's one of the reasons why I respect Tom so much because he really likes the game too. He enjoys it. He thinks. Oh, does he? Yeah, okay. he really likes it. He has a lot of fun with it. He thinks he just thinks it's really easy, and I, it, not as a negative. He just thinks it's really easy, and he thinks he use he throws around the word random just like a yeah. lot of other people do. They don't even know what it means by definition. They're just fucking saying the word random. you know, when I argue with him, it kind of, like, he stops saying it. But, you know, he he does enjoy the game. Every once in a while, he comes out to our gatherings, and he plays. And, you know, it's just interesting watching him play. It's unfortunate, because he's so good still. I mean, he doesn't play, and he's still so good, you know, so.
2: Well, it's hard hard to lose, like, the, the intelligence of a game, you know? You could lose your reflexes, you could lose all that. Like, I've been much faster in the past, but it's hard to actually lose how smart you are, and Tom's, like, one of the smartest players probably in the world. He just sits there and thinks, and he'll he'll dissect the game easily.
0: Yeah, he is definitely a smart player, and, uh, yeah, it's funny, like, you guys, you and Tom were kind of, like, for years, when I was growing up, at least, you guys were the ambassadors of NorCal and SoCal, and, you know, the huge rivalry and shit, and it's just really interesting going from those days to these days. So, in general, you're saying that you feel like the country is stronger as a whole now than they were back in the tag days? Because a lot of people say that they feel like some of the great players just retired, and now there aren't any great players left.
2: As, as a whole, I, I have to say, yeah. Because back then, it was like, you know, maybe three, four players. Uh-huh. And, that, you know, nowadays, we, since the game is much easier... And there's ways to get around certain things, like just mashing out launchers and stuff. You could definitely get, like, a good solid 8 to 10 players that can compete at the high level with other countries. So, and even the Scrubs, they they know more combos, they know all this other stuff, too.
0: Yeah, I, I guess, uh, no more combos. Yeah, I guess that really, uh, <laughs> to the edge in this game. You need to learn some combos, by the way.
2: Um, I know the combo. I mean, I may know too many combos, and my head just gets stuck in, like, a a little shuffle of combos in my head. That shit broke my heart, dude. I know, I'm sorry, dude. I broke, I break a lot of people's hearts. NorCal keeps hating on me, because they know how well I play. And, like, why can't you just win a tournament one of these days? I'm like, dude, I don't know what's going on. (laughs) All the hate.
0: And what's funny is, the, the first and only time I played you in Tekken 6 was in
2: SoCal. And I dropped a huge every, combo against you. Every
0: time. You hit me with the, uh, uh what's his name, Bruce's big knee. And yeah. The, you hit me with it, I looked up in the air like, oh, God. And then when I looked down, my character was on the floor. And I was like, what the fuck, why am I on the floor? And I realized you dropped the combo big time.
2: You also did like a jumping punch, a ground punch, right in front of my face. And I was like, sup, it's cool, we'll <laughs> fight. Let's, let's stand up, dude.
0: Yeah, that was, that was really impressive. So that's part of the reason why I was so upset with you. Anyway, I won't grill you too much on that, but moving on. I'm curious uh, how you feel about the tiers in Tekken 6. I mean, it's pretty unanimous, but some people have pretty interesting opinions. Uh, first of all, do you think the game is uh, balanced overall? In my opinion, it's the most balanced Tekken has ever been. What do you think?
2: Uh, I guess it's pretty balanced just because of the damage. I mean, anyone could just walk around throw out a launcher and get like 50% for the most part. And the characters that can't or have trouble moving around are the characters that suck in this game, obviously. Um, I think Tekken 3 is actually more balanced.
0: <laughs> well, I, I guess I can agree with you, but Tekken 3 in America was not really Tekken yet.
2: Yeah, that's true, but nowadays, if you look at it with all the knowledge you have of that game and this game, uh, it's, it's very close to compare which one is the most balanced game, in my opinion. And, um, let's see what what else did you ask me? About the t- what do you think about the, the tears? tears? Oh, talking about speaking of tears, You know that that law player down there, James? Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he is so stupid. Why? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So we are out, he went to DC uh MOG DC right? and we actually got to hang out a little bit. I hung out with rib, Mike or MYK and uh, James for a bit, yeah. Yeah. Uh I asked him about the tears in this game. Cause I know he he's a little creative in his thinking. He's a little stupid. Mm-hmm. So I I was kind of curious into what he was thinking. So number one is like whatever. I don't care about his top fours. Number one is like Brian. That's like maybe whatever. And then it's like Law, Steve, Julia, right? Two, three, four. At number five, this this is this this is amazing. He has regular gin at number five. Yeah, yeah. He's stupid. Like, I was just, I just looked at him for probably the longest time just thinking how he could possibly think this. And then I realized how he plays law. He just throws out parries all day. does. So maybe he's a little biased in his thinking, but, yeah, he's, he's an idiot. But anyways, tears in this game, I think, I, for the most part, I think a lot of American players agree that Lars is the best in the game. Yeah. Uh, except for MYK. But that's, just, that's because he sucks my Korean dick. So, anyways, the moment the moment Nin talks to him in MLGDC, I got stories, dude. The moment he talks about MLGDC, he's like, Lars is not that good. Nin's crazy, too. He thinks all crazy. Nin thinks like King's top five, Lars isn't that good, blah, blah, uh, Asuka is like, really high up there or something. But, he was talking to Mike, and he was like, hey, Lars isn't that good. Do you know why? You have to play too perfect to win with Lars. Okay. So, what does Mike do? Mike's like, you know what? I'm dropping Lars. (laughs) You know, apparently, you know, all he needs is, like, a whiff of, like, nin's dick somewhere, and he'll follow it all the way through. Jesus
0: Christ. I feel like I should start talking shit about people, too.
2: I feel like I'm falling behind. You are, dude. This is what we do. What do we do every time we hang out?
0: I know, but usually when I have people on the podcast, they're, like, at least halfway civil. So, okay, let let me pick it up. Um... I fucking hate Muslims. Uh, uh, what are we, Polish people? No, they're all right. Uh, who, who's, who, who don't we like?
2: You hate Asians.
0: I don't hate Asians. French. I, I guess I hate Vietnamese.
2: Yeah, my people, I know. Okay. What about French people? Oh, let's not even get into it.
0: <laughs>
2: okay, there you go. like we caught up a little bit. Okay,
0: so, <laughs> myk like whiff of a, a nins dick to change his mind, go on.
2: Yeah, so I mean, I don't even know what the hell I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers in <laughs> this game. I think I think Lars is number one. I think Brian is actually out of the top five. Really. I think Brian and Bruce are like around there. I guess like five, six, seven.
0: I agree with you. I agree. Okay,
2: I think Julia's right behind there. For the top four, I have I have no order because I well actually I do have order because Lars is number one, but it's really close margin. Okay, I have a uh, Lars, Law, Steve, Bob as the top. Well, the the latter three as top or the bottom three, right? But large that number one, which is a close margin to the other three characters. I think Bob is really good in this game. People just keep underestimating him again because they listen to like Koreans or something. It's ridiculous. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So Julia rounding out last seven or eight.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think I pretty much agree with you overall. Though I personally don't think Bob is as good as. Uh, People say, I think he's Maybe like 6th Or 7th, I I don't (laughs) think Cracks the top 5 in my opinion Only because he doesn't have a 15 frame launcher And just like Some of, a a lot of the stuff People get rolled up by, it's just like Knowledge, you know like You gotta know how to play that character You know, he's really linear overall And it just seems like the other characters you mentioned In the top 5 do not have those glaring You know, holes in their game but, he
2: gets to control the game so well with just a jab. Yeah, His range on the jab is amazing, and people just need to stick with that kind of game with Bob. Yeah, you know, just just jab and poke all day. Don't don't go for the crazy shit. Just jab and poke all day.
0: Yeah, I hear you. It's just simplify. It is the longest range jab in the game, so.
2: Yeah, it hits like everything. Like Eddie's down for two is ridiculous. Yeah,
0: interesting. Yeah, for the most part, I agree. Now, when when you say your tier list, how uh, how much do you factor in? the human element, I mean, how much is it, like, on a, is, is it, like, an on-paper tier list, or is it, like, a, more of a reality type of a tier list?
2: Uh, well, I, it's probably more of a reality type, because if, if it was on paper, then there'd be a lot of characters that are, like, amazing. I guess Jin could just parry everything. Yeah, so, it's more, more realistically. Uh, I think people overrate Brian way too much. Maybe that's just because I have a lot of, Brian, uh, experience. And I, I kind of know that matchup, and I know how he plays as a character, while the rest of America doesn't really know it. And then, like, in Asia, there's, like, a hundred Brian players, so, you know, there's definitely gonna be a little bias over there. I don't know. This, people just need to play the, in America itself, they need to play the game more. Like, whenever someone comes over my house over on the East Coast and plays, I always ask them right away, hey, do you know the game? (laughs) And they always, they always go, I know enough. And I always look at them like they're an idiot. I know I've done this to RDM, uh-huh. I've done this to, to Renica, I've done you know to Battle Jitney. These, these are all scrubs, you know. The, but then they want to get better, and I just want to kind of play a little bit here and there. Yeah. So and America's knowledge is way behind this game. We we just keep following people. We underestimate uh, like other countries, like Europe. I mean, I'm sure they're decent at this damn game because it's an easy ass game. <laughs>
0: They can finally figure it out, or what? Yeah, they they're,
2: <laughs> they're <laughs> finally, Oh, look, launches! I can do this.
0: Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. No, I mean some of the European pl- players that were here in SoCal recently, they were pretty good, pretty decent. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Europe has a bad reputation in terms of being good, other than Ryan Hart. You they know?
2: just don't have any exposure over here. Yeah. That's the problem. Because I've always ta- I've always had like a lot of respect for the players over there. They've always been decent and good. And I'm, sh- you know, it's hard to not have a good player in a whole country or a whole, like, continent that big. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, although American players are underestimating Europe, uh, they probably have something, you know, got a big surprise for them and stuff once yeah, they f- play them. To
0: a big tournament in France, uh, when is it? In November, right?
2: Yeah, I'm going to that one. A bunch of us from the U.S. are going, actually, like, Filthy, Rip, Fab.
0: Yeah, James is going
2: to games James, be that law player. <laughs>
0: You know what's funny, dude? James, like, I've personally had, a, like, a rivalry with this guy when I first started really getting into Tekken.
2: I heard you beat his ass all the time. <laughs> I no, no, we actually talked about this, because he was like, I got really close to beating Aeris last term, and then MYK was, MYK was like, he was using Fang. Yeah. <laughs> so, and you know what? I Honestly, I was beating James' ass in casuals, too. I'm like, this guy sucks.
0: You know what, though? Usually, uh, if I beat someone consistently, I will just be like, this guy sucks. But James has <laughs> an inside-out bullshit way of thinking. Where yeah. He will just do the most retarded shit, open, like out-in-the-open Korean backdashing, and then he'll do a parry. Who the fuck yeah. does that, you know? It's just like, it, I gotta give him a little bit of...
2: You know, you know what I compare him to, actually, now that I think about it, now that you said that? He's like the new-school Joe King. American, An American player that just thinks really, really radically, I guess. Yeah. And, like, he it's gets cool. away with it because no one's stupid enough like him or crazy enough.
0: It's interesting that you say that because I've said on many occasions that Joe King is my favorite Tekken <laughs> of all time. And so maybe that's why I'm so partial to James. I give lot of respect because he, he's just so weird. I can't yeah. believe that shit. But,
2: Joe's an amazing guy. I, w- I wish Joe came back to Tekken, but I guess his his time has come and passed.
0: Oh, God, that guy was incredible. I I, I do miss that guy. But um, yeah, that that brings me to ask you, who is, in your opinion, who is your favorite Tekken player of all time? And now let me separate that into two, U.S. and international.
2: Let's see, uh, U.S., it will probably have to be Tom or Eric, or Hilfig or Joe. Okay. Uh, let's see. Well, I got famous through J.O.P. at first, so maybe I'm more partial to that. But Tom's helped me out a lot in the past, and plus... We've always had that NorCal SoCal rivalry. And he's beating me like. I think I've beaten him once in tournament. He's beating me like 190,000 times. <laughs> but, uh. Let's see. Yeah. Probably, so those two. Joe King comes in there too. I don't think I like any much of the newer players, like, at that level. <laughs> it's kind of hard to, like, connect with them.
1: Yeah, I hear. Because, you that.
2: know. Uh. Let's see. The international players. I really like Bando. Now. I don't know how many of you guys know Vandal as Vandal, but I'm talking about Jackler. Oh, Jackler, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was straight up sucking his dick in Japan, dude. When I found out who he was, it was just slobbering over that shit.
0: <laughs> no, I I agree with you, Jackler. He's 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 such a character, you know. He talks so
2: much shit, and he's got that
0: broken English, and <laughs> you know,
2: he's good too. He's really and he's actually good. Like you haven't heard of him like since Tekken Three, and this guy's like still potent fools with Jack pretty good
0: it was funny i was uh last time i was in japan for sbo um jt from norkel the the link player yeah was playing against jackler and jackler had like a 17 streak on it <laughs> he was just kicking the shit out of jt and then i just walked up to jackler and i started talking shit to him like yo let me show you how it's done i sit down and fucking whoop jackler's ass so bad dude. <laughs> he was pissed dude but it was only because jt like got
2: him used to playing against the idiot a scrub right yeah exactly I, I'm sure he wasn't happy when I mirror matching him with Jack either. <laughs> God, I love playing that guy. Uh, I love Japan actually. I wish that uh, Japan came over here more often.
0: Yeah, that's another thing. Strong I
2: style to hint. Yeah, let's
0: let's get on that. Let's get on that, man.
2: Yeah. Need to get some Japanese players. Yeah, <laughs> they they definitely need the exposure. It's just that they're so lazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like nothing against Korean players, you know they're extremely good, but I think you've so seen so much of it already. Right? You're like you want to check out what the rest of the co- like the world.
0: And not to mention, in my opinion, some of the top-level Japanese players I feel are just as good, if not better,
2: than some of I think, I think as a, like, top-level versus top-level, I think they're very similar. And if one is better than the other, it's very close. Yeah. Also, their styles are completely different. Absolutely. <laughs> like, Japan's pretty crazy when it comes to, ta- Japan's like a country full of nins. <laughs> they, they, they just play ridiculous, you know? And then Korea's more, like, safe and sound.
0: Yeah, I, I agree, I agree. They're, they're very skilled over there, I Yeah, think. no, no, definitely. It's just unfair to consider Korea by default as, like, the best country at Tekken, because I think there are some Japanese players that are uh, really good. But anyway, I wanted to move on and ask you a little bit about Julia and possibly Bruce. I mean, you, you tried Bruce out for a little while in tournament. Um, what's, what's up with that? Why are you switching back and forth a little
2: bit? Uh, well, I actually don't like Bruce, but Jimmy and NorCal keeps telling me to use him, and I kept trying for a bit. He's just really hard when it comes to higher level okay. to me. I mean, you have to pretty much rely on, like, down forward threes and down back 3 post 4s and down 4s to, like, you know, for your low posts because... Th- they press a lot of buttons, it's really hard to get, like, leg kicks in there, which is Crouch S3. I, I call them leg kicks. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, he's, he's just too high level for me. Uh, Naps, Jimmy says he's my most effective character, but my best character is Julia, and I actually have more fun playing Julia anyways. Uh, The first time I dropped Julia for Bruce was because I was dropping combos. Then I realized I was dropping combos with Bruce anyways, so might as well have some fun with Julia.
0: Don't blame the character, brother.
2: Yeah, right? So I was like, fuck it, I'm going back to Julia. So now, uh, last MOG, I actually did stuck with Julia the whole way, and I was actually pretty happy for, you know, for what it's worth.
0: Yeah, I hear you. I mean, you got to do... Uh, in the end, we're trying to have fun here. You gotta yeah,
2: exactly. Be doing so. And it's not like she's a shitty character. She's, like, really good. Absolutely not.
0: I, and, and, you know, I don't know that much about that character, but I'm curious... Um, what you think are her tools that really shine and what makes her really good, in your opinion?
2: I think in America, it's knowledge. Uh, people just don't know how to play against Julia, and I get away with a oh, lot of things. Um, to beat her, I think you have to play a more defensive style because she's just so linear. Okay. You could... Again, America doesn't know how to walk, so uh, you have to know how to walk shotgun. Interesting. And that's like... One of the main tools I use, at least with her, is shotgun to just get in, just get in there and, and figure it out. That's like my little jab. I use that as a jab, basically. Okay, so, in America, I don't get it walked that often, but I'm actually scared to use it against the better players in America, and also the players in Japan, or not Japan, but Korean players. Yeah, and let's see. She's, she's got a lot of gimmicks, too. She's, I've I've actually learned a lot of gimmicks with her from just like random YouTube videos here and there, and then she has that new back three 4 tech trap, which I'm not really liking because you have to commit to it. Okay. Um, she does good damage. Yeah, that's true. She she got a good four.
0: Yeah. <laughs> How do
2: you feel about um it confirming her hot kicks? I think it is possible, but impractical. Okay. Uh, it's it's I think in. In the heat of a tournament match, where you are playing really hard, you can you cannot do it consistently. Um, there's a few times where I do do it, but uh, it's just like one out of ten times or You can actually tell when I do it too, because normally I just throw out hop kicks like crazy, as you can see from my matches. But there's certain times when that le- the the three is really delayed, and that's when I'm looking up at the life bar. So I use the life bar trick to hit confirm the hot kicks.
0: Yeah okay, uh, I will give it up on that one.
2: What about um what is it? Down forward one, forward four four three. Yeah, what are your thoughts on that? That shit is so easy. The hardest part about that combo is the elbow afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I always miss the elbow afterwards. You see me do it you see me in terms of doing it, I I hit the four four three and I either like do uh, a shitty elbow or just a stand jab. And that's because I'm trying to hold the last forward. And I'm just a, a scrub. I think uh, Naoki from NorCal he, he agrees with me too that the elbow is actually harder than the, the 14 frame 443. Because once you get used to it, it's just muscle memory for the 443. And then sometimes you have to dash, sometimes you don't, whatever the elbow.
0: Yeah, I, I do agree with you on the fact that you're a scrub. And yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I mean, what, what other aspects of that character do you think are really unique? I mean, obviously, Mad Axe is a dangerous throw um what else what else her wall standing game at the wall is pretty i I think
2: dangerous to play her to optimal level you had to play her super unsafe and i'm just too much of a bitch to play her that style
0: yeah well it's very difficult to be a top level player and have the balls to do that
2: yeah so basically like i'm talking about you know just you know uh spin ones that upper that 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 High move that counter hits, or lots of bow and arrows, or lots of wall saying two ones, or lots just lots of a lot of unsafe shit that could get you killed in a tournament. But I think she's that type of character. I think she's high risk, high reward. And I'm when you see me play, I in tournament for some reason I always finish bow and arrow, but in casuals I never finish it. I always just use the first the first low, and then I just poke away at the at the, my opponent. But in tournament I just start going crazy because. I believe, I believe.
0: <laughs> well, I don't.
2: <laughs> but, but, you know, it's
0: funny. I I, I was asking uh, Tom about uh, hit confirming hop kicks because he plays Julia like I said. Yeah. And he says that he knows it's possible, but he doesn't think anyone in this country does it. Now, what, would you say that someone who's playing against a Julia player in tournament would you say that it's a good option to throw out a fifteen frame punish after you block the first two kicks?
2: I think you should just uh, option select the 12. Like, certain characters have uh, 12 frame uh, punishes that launch or counter hit or do, you know, do that stuff. Yeah. I think you should never, you yeah. should always take your 12 and, and be happy with it. Oh, and like, and stuff like that, right? yeah, Law gets 4-3, Nina gets back 2-2-2, two, 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 uh, you know, okay. Julia gets standing 4-4-2-1, etc., etc. I think it's always best to take your guaranteed damage when it, when it's given to you in that situation.
0: So you don't want to get greedy, pretty
2: much. Okay? Yeah. Well, uh, my mentality has always been just, you know, just take your damage and figure out later. Yeah, it's, it's a good
0: point. I mean, um, you know, like we said, you've been playing for so long, and you've been through so many Tekkens. Would you say that you have any overall, like, like just overall strategies that guide you? Like, what do you
2: think, when you're playing, what brought you to success, you know? what are you, What's your strategies? Just don't get hit. I, this is really simple but don't get hit my my three teachers have just taught me the easiest way possible don't get hit hit them back that's it
0: yeah it's really it's funny because when when you simplify it you sound like a fool but it really is the truth
2: yeah well whenever people ask me for like advice I always give and, give them these crazy general broad like terms or whatever and they're like no you're stupid I was like no you're stupid because you don't understand it
0: yeah philosophical. <laughs> Dude. I mean that's it's true. You you know some of the people that you me how to play, I'd ask them you know how do I do this, how do I do that, and they're just like just hit them where they're not blocking. Yeah. Like okay. Or
2: just wait for their mistake and punish them for it.
0: That <laughs> sounds like a good idea actually. You know so it's just a matter of understanding that you're not just being an asshole, you're really giving good <laughs> advice. It's just yeah
2: like, like, like most most of the times I'm I'm like just block and punch them in their face, and they're like what do you mean like punch them like you know jab or something I'm like. No, when I say punch in the face, I mean, you know, do your max damage, do your max punch for it, but I just like saying punch him in their face instead. Yeah, I hear you, man. I, hear I just it. don't like explaining it, you know? It's like, if, if they don't get it, then it's not worth your time to explain it.
0: Yeah, and speaking of which, um, I feel like it's been at least ten minutes since you've talked shit about someone, so
2: just insult someone real <laughs> quick before you move on. I, I do I, I can't. It's too forced, dude. Like, <laughs> I'm... I'm in. not one of those players or one of those people that just talk hella shit for no reason. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh,
0: anyway, so, so anyway, I mean, I, we're we're coming to a you know to a close here, and I wanted to wrap things up. But um, I wanted to ask you, are there in uh, what are the future tournaments you're planning on going to? You said MLG Dallas. You said
2: Dallas for sure. I've already got my tickets. Uh, the Paris tournament for sure. I've already gotten my tickets for that. And I'll be missing the socal regionals because at the same time as dallas yeah. uh emoji um the tur- the weekend right after France is the norcal regionals which I might be making i'm not too sure if I'll be back in time mm-hmm. uh and i'm that's like pretty much done for u s tournaments right
0: until uh you announce strong style
2: until i announce strong style yes so, definitely m uh, y yeah. a fag by the way oh there we go <laughs> <laughs> so The whole weekend, me and Rip, we've just been calling MYK a fag. Because he's so gay. He's like, he sucks dick all day.
0: You know, it's interesting. I mean, I know for a fact he has girlfriend, but he is...
2: It's a fake girlfriend. The guy sucks dick all day.
0: Uh, It's just a a ruse. It's a fake (laughs) girlfriend. I hear you.
2: Yeah, it's like, you know, getting a green card with a fake fake marriage or whatever. (laughs) He's trying to get a straight card. (laughs) There's no way they're going to give him a straight card. (laughs) There's no
0: way, dude. If they give him to him... They'll give them to anyone, dude. Let's They're just passing them out, right?
2: Here, have a free card all day.
0: <laughs> Alright, man, so... To to uh, bring this uh, interview to a close...
2: It's already? already? So early!
0: <laughs> so early. I got shit to do, man. Come on, let's it. What do you gotta do? Uh, I really don't have
2: anything. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, go on. <laughs> no,
0: but it's a tradition. You gotta really call someone out at the end of the... I know you talk shit to everyone already, but... You gotta call someone out, talk some shit to someone specific... To
2: bring this interview to a close... Actually, I have the perfect guy. I want to call out Jimmy. Okay. Because he's being such a little bitch. He hasn't placed, like, top three in any MLG tournaments. And I, in my heart, I truly believe he's the best player in America. Interesting. He he, he has the knowledge. He definitely has the execution. He just doesn't have the drive anymore. And I'm not so sure he's ever had the drive to begin with.
0: I don't know what's up with that. I mean, I personally think he's one of the best Tekken players I've ever played.
2: Yeah. And, he, you know, he's he's there. He's ready. He, I, I I want him to just take over America number one easily. But something's going on. Like, he keeps losing to scrubs like Fab or something. Or Core.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it takes a lot of motivation, you know. But I, I do agree with you. He is very good. And he is a little bitch. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I always enjoy seeing him. I hope he's at uh, NorCal Regionals. And I really hope you're at NorCal Regionals because uh, you know I know you're doing a lot of traveling, and it was a pain in the fucking ass to get you
2: to do this interview with me because you're hey. all over the fucking world. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey! Now I got Skype on my phone. We could do it like multiple, multiple interviews if you want. Don't, it's it's actually easier. Don't, don't so. call me. I'll call you. All right, amigo. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call you like every night now. Oh, you on Skype? Let me call you up real quick. <laughs> Well, anyway,
0: man, I I really appreciate you coming on and talking all this shit. I think, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, you are a faggot. I mean, yeah, I know. That, that's the truth. But
2: I'm the best faggot Tekken player in America.
0: Well, I don't know. There are a few faggots. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I honestly, you know, uh, uh, you're one of the best players that I've ever played. I thank I, you. Looking up to you, even though we're almost the same age, <laughs> I grew up looking up to you as a Tekken player, and it's interesting to me now being like, oh, Bronson is a faggot, when, when I was, like, 14 years old, and sitting in the middle of Southern Hills Golf Land, you would walk in, and I'd be like, oh my god, that's Bronson Tran. And now, like, <laughs> this So, uh, you know, I really respect you a lot, and I really appreciate you.
2: Well, as you know, I, I totally respect your game. I think you're one of the smartest players in America, actually, and Come on, I just...
0: Come i suck my
2: dick, though. No, no, dude, I'll suck your dick if I need to. You need and, to? Yeah, I need to. <laughs> Anyways, let me give a shout-out to NorCalm. Uh, let's see. Andy, seven two five, Aldwin, Shockwave, and uh, M three Mark, and maybe Caesar DJ. Those are my teachers, so uh, I wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't be winning eleven. Well, I'm not eleven years later, but like eight years later, if it weren't for them.
0: Yeah, those are all <laughs> solid
2: players. And, uh, yeah, they 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 taught me well.
0: Uh, I I hear you, man. I hear you. Um, I really like I said, I appreciate you coming on, and uh, I I hope you make it back safe, dude. I I'm not too big of a fan of France, so you know, be cool. I don't think they like Americans over there. Get back safe. Make it to NorCal Regionals so I can uh, play you in the Grand Finals and you can drop all your combos and it'll work out. You you if, if I get to those
2: Grand Finals, that means I'm not dropping any combos, so <laughs> you're shit out of luck. Yeah.
0: Trust me. You will.
2: <laughs> Anyways, America, get better, please. Thank you.
0: <laughs> That's a request for
2: everyone. Yeah. Get better. For everyone in America, because we fucking suck.
0: Area, man, we do we need to step up. Our
2: yeah, people just Bagot. they think they're getting better, but they're all like sucking dick on the side or something. All
0: right, dude, We're trying to hang up on you, man.
2: <laughs> You're never getting rid of me anyway. Stay by and then I'll, I'll get off. All right, bro. thank you again. <laughs> thank you. All right, see you bro.